Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You are listening to the Shot Caller Podcast with me, your host, Casey Diaz and Joe Needler. You can find us online at Casey Diaz Author on Facebook, at the Shot Caller Book on Instagram, or at the Shot Caller BK on Twitter. You can always visit us at caseydiaz.net and send an email to info at caseydiaz.net for any speaking engagements or questions you might have. I want to get right into this podcast with not only just a guest, but a very, very cool uh, friend that I've met along uh, this road of faith. Um, we, we met at church. He kind of just walked in there. (laughs) (laughs) He just kind of walked in there and I had no clue what TikTok was. I was that one guy, you know, what is, what is, what, what? (laughs) you know, that kind of thing. And, uh, for me, it was a new discovery of a new platform. And so without any further ado, welcome to the Shock Holler Podcast, um, our special guest, John Klassen. Hey, what's up? What's up, man? <laughs> Not much, man. It's going good. How are you? How are you? Good, good, man. Uh, you know, I, I'm happy that you're here and you said yes to the invitation. Uh, happy to be here. Happy. Yeah, man. It, it's, uh, uh, I'm so, uh, you know, I want to get into the interview uh, phase of it because mm-hmm. it's just, I know you have such an interesting story. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can say that. I, I want to know how you, you seem to be walking into things and just God just blesses you. Yeah. yeah. I was, dude, I had that thought all the time. I'm just like, man, I'm so blessed right now. Right? Just all, constantly. Yeah, yeah, you just, like, you walk into it, and boom, blessing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like yeah. a little bubble comes up. Blessing. Blessing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but man. It, it's so great to have you here, man. Um, so, John is something really cool. You know, um, we're going to talk about. Your, your fan base, uh, your mm-hmm. platform. There's so much that this guy has on his plate. I don't know how uh, a young man like this uh, is able to take all, all that all that in and then still be focused and level-headed. And that's what I see with you, man. Um, you know, um, it, it's great to, to have you on the show, man. Thank you. But share about, you know, I want to hear uh, you growing up, like, yeah. You know, how did that look like? So I'm originally from Indiana, born and raised, uh, grew up in the Midwest. And, um, you know, I was raised I was raised on faith. My parents were really big on that, and that definitely shaped my life majorly. Um, and uh, music had always been kind of something that I was really into. I got my first guitar when I was nine, and that kind of is when I made the decision that, like, this is what I'm going to do with the rest of my life. I know you're talking about the... Uh, the level-headedness with everything. It took a lot of years of failure, man, and a lot of years of me being someone that I didn't like um, to 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 look back and see that that's not who I wanted to be. There's so there's there's a lot of things um, growing up, especially the early years of my career, like when I first came out to LA. Um, there's a, there's a lot of things that needed to happen for me to be 
who I am today. So you come from Indiana and yeah. like, what was the purpose of the move to LA? Cause that's a big city. Yeah, it is. Um, so I had done, I had done this little competition in uh, Florida. It was for like singing and acting and stuff and a whole bunch of managers and agents show up. Um, and funny enough, I actually got signed for acting before music and so basically when I got signed, I moved out to L.A. My mom uh, came out with me. We got an apartment. <laughs> and our our, our two-bedroom apartment was <laughs> more expensive than our house in Indiana. <laughs> Welcome to Los Angeles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. Um, but, yeah, that's, I originally I moved out when I was 14, pretty sure. Wow. And then started doing, started doing acting stuff, man. And then um, music kind of came along. Um, it was that was always the end goal was music. Yeah, I want to talk about like the culture. Yeah, behind you know famous kids and 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 there's there's a dark side of that. Very dark, right? Very dark. What's what's the dark side? I mean, you uh, obviously mm-hmm. you've seen some things that most you know teenagers or young adults have not seen that mm-hmm. want to be in this kind of category that you're in right now. Let me preface this a little bit by saying. Um, I'm very lucky that um, I had the upbringing I had. Otherwise, I probably would have gone through a lot darker stuff. Um, because uh, right after I was off the X Factor, I was I was put into a band by Simon Cowell. And it got to the point where if I would go to any mall with my band, we would just be mobbed. And as a 15-year-old kid, that gets to your head. Oh, I, You think I, you're some pretty cool stuff. Yeah. You know? And um, even though, like... Even even with all my training, you know, yeah. and staying humble and, yeah. and all of that, going to church and stuff, it gets to you. And I, I thought I was really cool. I had this huge ego and stuff, and um, I needed to be shut down. Um, yeah. That's what's happening with all these other kids. And there's a lot of these kids don't know Jesus, and they yeah. don't have any sort of reference on how to be the best person they can be. And um, to them, being the best person is having the most numbers, making the most money, uh, doing the craziest things, um, because all of that sells, too. That that helps them to get their, their numbers is, is the, the crazier things that they do, the more money they make, you know? Yeah, it's part of marketing. It is. And um, so I've, I've been on multiple tours um, that are like social media tours, um, basically where you have just a bunch of these kids who ha- are making, like... <laughs> millions of dollars off of social media and stuff you know a lot of them have poor family situations because their parents are trying to take advantage of them for their money and um they don't really have like solid friendships because i a lot of them don't even know how to handle that dudes some of these kids are like 11 wow they're like 11 bro and they're and then like all throughout these hotels that we're staying at and stuff they're it's really dark, man. There's there there's a lot of substances. There's alcohol. There's like these twelve year old kids are being introduced to things that I didn't even know about till I was eighteen. Wow. <laughs> you know? And and they're doing it because they're they have like there's a lot of older brother mentality yeah. for these kids who have been in the in the game longer and um they are like taking all these little kids with them um on this whole thing and it's kind of Man, it's it, a mess. It, it sounds like a like a superficial image that they need to continue to kind of mm-hmm. make it bigger and bigger. The bigger it is, the better 
the more much. marketing, the more money. Very much so. And the other thing about this is the kids who, you know, smoke and drink alcohol and stuff, that's that's where you meet a lot of your people. Like you will this whole business is networking, especially. Like that's that's what goes for anything. But for this especially, you meet someone, you take one picture with them, that could change your whole brand. Wow. You know, it's like like if you're like if you go to a party and you're smoking and stuff and you get drunk with somebody, then they might be like, hey, you're a really cool dude because you're drinking with me. We're getting drunk because that's the thing. And then, um, like, they take one picture with you. People see you with them. And all of a sudden, you have this brand that's blowing up. You're getting, like, hundreds, hundreds of thousands of followers overnight. And so it's, like, it's those kind of things that are getting these kids the recognition. So, like, oh, this is the path. Yeah. I need to go out. I need to get drunk with people, smoke, sleep around, and yeah. this is how I'm going to build my following. And, you know, a lot of them are like, I'm going to sell my sex and all of that, all of that kind of stuff. Um, and that's something that I've avoided my entire life um, because going into this, I had a good mindset of, like, this is something I'm never going to do. I'm yeah. never going to get into that. And I'm a little lucky because... I just don't like the party scene. I've 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 been in it, um, but I just I never enjoyed it. Yeah. And honestly, I think it was God putting some blinders on me yeah. and and keeping me safe because on my own, <laughs> I would have I would have definitely succumbed to some stuff. <laughs> yeah, and, and you know what's funny is uh you know and, and I, I I I share that same experience as far as um you know there's things that like the world has to offer that I. It just doesn't do nothing for me. Exactly. It's it's yeah. like it's it's dead. It's not mm -hmm. fruitful, and I could do without. Yeah, you know, and and and, and there's it's absolutely normal. Mm -hmm. I think when you're when you're mm -hmm. in the in the faith, um, it it should be, um, you know that that the party scene, the, the all this other stuff, mm -hmm. you know, and I'm not saying you know not have friends that do that, yeah. um. I think you need to, you know, have some kind of connection there. Um, you a know, lot of my friends are that, you know. Yeah, yeah. And you don't throw people away. No, 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 uh, not at all. You know, Jesus didn't throw us away, and um, mm -hmm. <laughs> I know I was thrown away worthy. You know, I, they, God should have, like, yeah. you know, tossed me to the side and went, <laughs> "Yeah, we're done with you." <laughs> you know, but he didn't. Yeah, you know, yeah. He, he didn't do that to us. Exactly. And we can't do that to people. Mm -hmm. um, everybody's on a, on a road somewhere. And uh, we hope and we pray that they're on a road to Damascus yeah. at some point, you know, yeah. and they have a turn. How how could a following affect you? Like, because you got, you know, <laughs> we joke around, me and you. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And I've been joking around about this. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm like not, you know, well known in that area. You know, <laughs> I got my share of, you know, national TV uh, stuff and appearances and stuff like that. Yeah. But social media was not my strength. Like, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, I always jo joke around with John, you know, um, I got about like, I don't know, like 73 followers or something like that. Hey. <laughs> hey. I think we, I grew, bro. I <laughs> think did. I had like 65 before. Yeah. I'm like 76 or something like that. That's I, don't, great. I haven't checked. <laughs> That's great. But you got like a serious following. Yep. And I, like, how does that affect you, man? Like now, like in yeah. the present, you know? Um. Well, <sighs> I mean, as I said in the past, it, it you know it it was hard for me because I was losing myself a little bit. I was yeah. being super egotistical and stuff. Um, 
But around when I was 17, I had like all of these opportunities just fall, 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 fall. And I had to move back to Indiana. And that was like my worst dream at the time. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I had to move back um, because, I mean, my parents were basically supporting me yeah. this entire time. You know, they were paying for a house in Indiana and an apartment in L.A. that was more expensive than our house in Indiana. Remortgaged, refinanced the house and everything so that wow. we could do all this. And it just kind of got to a point where it's like, we don't have any more. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, I had I had this one band with a record deal on the table. And um, basically in like four months, I was going to be touring with the Vamps. I don't know if you've ever heard of them, but they're huge in Europe and stuff. And so we were going to be opening up for them and playing 20,000-seater arenas um, for their tour. Yeah, insane. That's a lot of people. And um, basically they just they ended up writing a song that had some sexual innuendos and stuff. Um, when they got into the studio one time, I was like, hey, this is a dope song. Can we change a couple lines maybe? Um, and then they said, they basically told me like, hey, if you're cool singing about this, you can be in the band. Otherwise, you gotta you gotta leave. Wow. And dude, I don't know where the courage came from. I, to this day, I can't tell because you know touring twenty thousand seats. That's been my dream since yeah. I was a kid. Uh, you know, and that was me. I when I sat down in that meeting, I said, "No, thank you." That was all God, bro. Wow, I can't man. take I can't take any credit for that. I cannot take any credit yeah. for that. I don't have that strength. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you that right now. Um, but but that after that, I had to move back to Indiana, and and that was like I, I actually struggled with a little bit of depression going back and stuff um, because I also had a girlfriend that broke up with me at that time as well. Uh, nice. I mean, that's how it usually does. <laughs> you know, right? move back. Like, girlfriend breaks <laughs> up with you. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Yeah, bro. Why, why wouldn't somebody want to break up with you yeah. at that particular moment? <laughs> I know, man. I was going through a rough time. Going through a rough time. But it was exactly what I needed. Yeah. I needed to be humbled majorly. Yeah. Um, and so after that experience, it's helped me to stay level-headed through the rest of this. Um, and this, I try to keep my, my viewpoint now on what my focus is what it was in the beginning when I first started this before anything happened. And my focus in the beginning was I'm doing this to bless others and to try to make a difference in these kids' lives that don't know Jesus, that are making so much money, and it's just so difficult for anyone to have any sort of impact on their lives. You know, God gave me this phrase when I was younger, uh, I don't think I've told anyone of this, but um, he said, be an influence to influencers. Wow. And that's, that's, that's so powerful. That's something I've been striving for. And it's, it's crazy the opportunities God has given me through this, not just in my own personal life, but like because, you know, I don't drink or smoke and any of that I had really don't do the party scene I've had so many people come up to me and be like yo how do you do that like like that's incredible and people wanted to talk to me about my faith and stuff and it blew me away because I was like yeah. why do you want to talk to me I'm the dude with the least followers at this party like <laughs> like 
Like, really? That yeah. interests you? The fact that I'm not, like, in the party scene? You actually want to talk to me about that? It blew me away at first. Yeah. But, but there's something with it. Like, the people that God has his heart set on, they just they come and talk to you when, yeah. when you act differently than everyone else. And, and it seems like, you know, um, they know who the, the Jesus people are. Yeah. Because they're <laughs> going to go through stuff. I mean, that's just life. All of us yeah. are going to go through stuff, right? Yeah. And it seems like there's certain people that, that, just like you said, you know, God's shifting through them. Mm-hmm. And at the right time, they end up knowing who that Jesus person is. Yeah. Right? And there you are in a party <laughs> of probably, you know, I don't know. And yeah, you're yeah. the only guy that's kind of like maybe bobbing his head, but... No drinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just having a little dance <laughs> exactly. in the corner. Yeah. Like, hey, where's John? Anybody seen John? Yeah. And there you are, uh, you know. Yeah. On a, on a Bible app. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's funny, bro. I, I actually do that. Do you really? Yeah, I'll have, I'll have my phone out or I'll, like I have this little mini travel Bible. Yeah, yeah. Every once in a while, I'll just be like, you know what? I'm just going to, music is bumping. I'm just going to read some that Philippians right now. Funny, man. <laughs> but yeah, and it's, it's crazy because, you know, when I was in, in all these tours and stuff, um, you have a roommate, you know, that you room with throughout the, the tour and stuff. And every once in a while that was switched. But I'm always like, you know, trying to read my Bible at night before I go to bed or when I wake up. And um, after I have a bunch of different roommates and stuff that, you know, I, I get picked on a lot for being the Bible kid, the Jesus yeah. kid, the faith kid, all these kind of things. I got picked on a lot. They, you know, I, I didn't let it get to me because um, they were just trying to mess around. But when it came down to it. If they were struggling or having a serious moment that they needed to talk to someone about, they always talked to me. Yeah, yeah, it's it's amazing. It, it was that, crazy. That, yeah, it's like for anyone else out there in any sort of similar situation, it doesn't need to be like in social media, whatever your job is. People making fun of you for for having faith and doing that kind of stuff. I'm telling you right now, if you just keep it up, yeah. they're gonna have a moment yeah. where they're like, "Man, I need someone to talk to," and they're gonna think about you. Yep. It, it, it's always like that. It's crazy how that works. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. I, my, my brother-in-law, he just came to the Lord literally maybe four weeks ago or so. Amen. Yeah, man. And, and, he, and you know, he's what? He's uh, 47. Wow. And the dude, single guy, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Single guy, works out, <laughs> took care of himself. All right. Party guy, though, right? You know, for a long time, party guy. Yeah. Great job. No kids. No, not married. And so now Christian ladies that are out there just know that. There's a born again guy that uh, <laughs> is actually pretty, you know, he's a go getter. He's a good catch. <laughs> he's a good catch. Um, but um, you know, he and now he's experiencing like this is this is happening now. Mm-hmm. He, he's going through a little bit of you know little persecution there. Oh yeah. And, and, and in the, the the cool part is that he's understanding like, uh, and I I know it's the Holy Spirit like actually allowing him to understand that. Just watch. Just. It's okay, mm-hmm. you know. Keep mm-hmm. on, keep on moving, yeah. and when they're gonna, when they need the help, they're gonna they're gonna approach you. They're gonna know you're that guy, you know, that yeah. that has some kind of comfort for them. Mm-hmm. But this is interesting, man, because you know I, I look at you and I, you know, you're plastered everywhere, man. You're you're like everywhere. Right? <laughs> uh, I don't know. You got about like three hundred followers, something like that. Yeah, yeah, three hundred. <laughs> like we're, we're close to thirteen million now. Holy shamoly, dude. <laughs> that is nuts. Yeah. That's that's a lot of people. It is. It's pretty, <laughs> so, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> I can't even, you know, wow. That's just, that's crazy, man. But, <laughs> but you know, there's, there's incidents that you've had 
mm-hmm. through this, you know, uh, uh, network of people and the platform that you're on, 13 million followers, <laughs> you've been chased down a bit from you, time to time. Oh, yeah. Can you share some of those highlights? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so actually, some of the craziest stories I have are back in the day, um, right when I got off the X Factor and I was in that band. Uh, I don't know if, if if anyone on the podcast knows, but Universal City Walk, um, just down the street, actually. Yeah. Um, so we were there for a concert, but it was like it was like a bunch of um, hot artists at the time: Emblem Three, Austin Mahone, like a bunch of like boy band type fans were there yeah. and stuff. And um, there's there's a whole press thing happening with this concert, and so. Um, I don't know if you know, up in the food court area, where yeah. that balcony is, uh-huh. there was like a VIP section that they had cut off, so no fans were allowed in, and it was like a red carpet and all this kind of stuff. And we were we were in that section, um, and the concert had ended, everyone had left, and there was a bunch of fans that figured out that that was the VIP section, and they were up there just waiting. And we didn't think it was for us, Yeah, but there was probably... 200 300 girls that had surrounded that area and we just like looked around and we realized we're the only people left in the vip section like everyone else has left so they're waiting for us and we're like whoa (laughs) this is crazy and so me and my buddy one of the other guys in the van being the adventurous dudes we are we tried to walk around to the other side because everyone was waiting kind of by the escalators yeah we tried to walk around to the other side of the balcony and see if we could get around and we we realized the only way out was to walk behind all of these girls and we were going to try to sneak out, right? So <laughs> we go, we go, we're, we're starting to walk around. We got, you know, we're like, we're trying to stay like, like yeah, yeah. low and like yeah. incon- inconspicuous. Yeah. There's a few girls that like recognize us. We're like, shh, 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 shh. we'll take a picture with you if you don't say anything. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Like, quiet, 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 quiet. <laughs> we take a few pictures and then like so one of the girls in the big crowd turned around and saw us taking pictures and she screamed. Oh no. We didn't know what to do. Yeah, because you know they they said you have to wait on extra security in order to walk around here. Like don't don't leave. And so yeah. we're like, oh crap. So we start bolting through the garage. We just start running, okay? And they all started chasing us, all two hundred of them. <laughs> so we have this crowd of two hundred girls chasing us through the garage at Universal City Walk. <laughs> that is nuts. And dude. These girls are athletes when they want to be. Let me tell you, we were jumping over walls and they were doing the same thing. <laughs> what is that called? What is that called when they're jumping from building to building? Parkour. Parkour. Dude, there you go. it was insane. We had this really funny moment. We we ran out in front of this car and yeah. the dude hit his brakes and he was like all angry, like, what the heck, yeah. man? And we're like, so sorry, so sorry. And we start running. Yeah. And then he just sees this mob of girls start chasing us. And I look nuts. back and he's like, oh, shoot. <laughs> run, boy, run. <laughs> That's crazy. crazy man. Yeah, it's crazy. That, that's one thing about <laughs> LA. I, you know, I don't know if I'm sure it happens in New York and yeah, but LA is nuts, man. Very nuts. It, it, it's they see someone and if they see someone that they really like, it, they don't care about street lights. They don't care about nothing. No fear. There's no, no fear. fear. They're, dude, they're jumping in the middle of the street <laughs> to try to Bro. you know you know do whatever they want to do. They will do anything. Yeah, that's crazy, dude. Funny part about that story is actually the entire time I had a hot chocolate in my hands. Oh no! And I was wearing a white t-shirt. <laughs> and it was not white by the end of that run. I was like running away. There's just hot yeah. chocolate all over me. That's crazy. Man. Yeah. I still have nuts. that shirt. <laughs> the influence behind the fame. Good and bad. What do you see there? I mean, because, you, you, you know, not everybody has 
that many followers. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's kids right now and young adults that I, I, I keep saying young adults. There's adults. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's like a category <laughs> of 40 and 50 year olds in TikTok now. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> and they're actually a whole group of of people that are going. You know, no, I belong here. I'm forty plus. You know, right. whatever. And they're and and it's and it's funny stuff. But here you are, the influence behind fame, both good and bad. Where do you see? Because we talked about you know, okay, so by God's grace, it it didn't. You know, it was affecting you earlier yeah. on. Oh, very much. Yeah. And, and now we're at a stage where. Um, I don't see that. Like I see you, and you know, when we're before the, the <laughs> quarantine thing. Yeah. I mean, you you act very normal. Like, yeah. That, that, you do. <laughs> I, I, thank you. I try. You know, you do. I mean, you know, you, you come to the Bible studies at the pad, and 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 you you just you act normal. Like, mm-hmm. and I, I think the perception uh, here's where I'm trying to get to. The perception of of like people is that once you reached a certain fame or mm-hmm. a certain platform, um, particularly in social media nowadays, right? Because that's mm-hmm. a big thing now, and you're not gonna get rid of it. <laughs> you might as well join it somehow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and use it for good. The perception of people on the outside or the or the people that are trying to get into, they have this 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 idea in their head that. Once you reach that, that you're unapproachable. Yeah. And I don't see that with you. At, 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 I don't see that at all. Yeah, it's honestly, man, it's kind of hard to balance. And there's the business side of me will take over at the wrong time sometimes. Because um, in order to succeed um, in this in this business, you have to have that unapproachable mentality when it comes to the businesses you're working with. Yeah. And you have to like, the, one of the hardest things for me to do in this is hype myself up to other like companies. But I have to like, I have to reach out to them and be like, look, I'm all this. I'm going to get you this many stuff and like, like all of that. And yeah. you, if you hype yourself up like that, then that's when you're going to get the really good deals. That's yeah. when people are going to start like reaching out to you more yeah. and stuff. I struggled with that for the longest time. So like, I wasn't like, I wasn't doing anything with my success because I just don't like promoting myself like that. Yeah. Because I know I struggled with being, um, you know, humbled. Yeah. With humility back back when I was like 15, and so like doing that kind of stuff is so hard for me. Um, it's hard. I have to find the balance between that in the business, and yeah. then when I go outside of that, um, because also <laughs> I try to stay as personal as possible and completely. Like I have to like sometimes just take a moment when I'm going places and get out of the business mindset yeah. and um, just go into a personal uh, mindset. And what really helps me with that is when I'm just praying, yeah. you know, that completely shifts my focus. Um, because the, the other thing about this as a career, social media is it's an all day 24 seven job. It's not, it's not just some nine to five yeah. and then you're off. It's like, um, if I saw something cool in this room that I thought people might want to see, I have to take my phone out. I have to start making a video, make it really interesting. I want people to watch to the end of this video, blah, 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 blah. And so I'm just constantly on the lookout for something that I can sell. I'm constantly on the lookout for something that people will be interested in. And so it's a 24 seven job and trying to learn how to balance that and being in that business mindset and my personal life is difficult. And for me, what's helped out the most, which I don't think any of these social media kids are doing, 
is I specifically give myself times where I will not have anything to do with social media. Mm. Um, and like a lot of these kids will see that and they're just like, wow, you like, you don't need to like, you need to be working constantly. Like you need to like, that's, you gotta yeah. stop. You gotta stop. Like all this kind of stuff. I'm like, listen, if I'm going to make it, I want to make it and be sane. Yeah. I, I want to make it be, be me. And sometimes that means that I need to just not work and, you know, being in, my own boss technically in this term, that's, that's a loss in, in, in some things, but, but it's much needed. And I think a lot of these kids don't see that like it, that they're not just their business self. They have another side to them. Yeah. There's life. There's, there's life, the the normal life. Exactly. It, 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 you are completely blinded by that with a job like this because you're selling your personality, you're selling yourself, but you end up selling the part of you that is most interesting. Yeah. And so, the part of you that's the deepest, the part of you that is like the most vulnerable, that gets pushed away because you're doing this all day, every day. Yeah. You're doing it for your entire life. And if it continues to do well, you do it for years. Yeah. You're doing it like some people are doing this. Literally, this is their job. This is their career. It's not just a job. This is their career. This is yeah. what they're doing for the rest of their life. Right. And so it's like it's probably the weirdest thing, the weirdest type of job to be able to balance what you're selling, what you're doing and your own personal life. And it's been a, (laughs) let me tell you, man, it's been a, it's been a job just to figure out how to balance my job. (laughs) Yeah. 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 It's almost like you're walking on a tightrope, you know, 50 feet up in the air Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, and and you hope you don't fall. Um, I've, I've found it very, you know, going back to what you said, uh, on, you know, when, when it's business, there is a business business factor in this, absolutely. Very much. And uh, and I'm I'm with you on the, I hate like promoting me. Yeah. I just don't like that, man. I don't like it. But that's the business side. You have to do and it. You have to. You have to. You know, you have to be a little rough sometimes in mm-hmm. in these meetings. Mm-hmm. There's a side of you that you want to keep, you know, a certain composure. Right. But then. If you're too nice, mm-hmm. then you become a carpet. Yeah. And you get a bad contract. And and, and that's just the ugly side of the business of, of anything where yeah. you're, 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 you're basically a brand. Yeah. That's what you are. Exactly. You, you, know, you become a brand. And and then, you know, when does that brand turn off? You know, uh, I just started to, you know, and here's the funny part. You're a good-looking guy. Thank you're young, you. <laughs> Thank you. and you're very popular. Not so much over here on this side hey, of the seat. <laughs> Come just, on now, just keep it real. <laughs> if it wasn't for the book, I, I got a face for radio. <laughs> that's, that's that's the reality, right? But oh you know, gosh. experiencing now that you know, once you hit these platforms and people start to notice you, whether you're on TV, you know, a book, a movie, whatever it is. And you're sitting in a restaurant, and I, I and this, I love when it happens, and my family's there <laughs> because my family just ignores me. Like, you no, know, just like, yeah, 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 whatever, right? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I love, I get a kick out of it when we're in the, and we make a joke about it. Yeah, you know, we're in a restaurant or something, and, and somebody will come into, are you Casey Diaz? You know that kind of thing. Yeah. And, 
And in my back of my head, I want to laugh so hard. Yeah. Only because I know that's bothering them. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a big shot now. We're, yeah, <laughs> we're gonna hear this all day now. <laughs> but but then you 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 gotta have that switch mm-hmm. because people really, you know, they admire the work that you're doing, or or uh, they're just fans. They're they're, yeah. they're they're they like hearing what you have to say mm-hmm. or what your the content that you're putting out there. Mm-hmm. And you gotta like, you know, be human. Yeah. And 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 appreciate that these are the people that are actually carrying us. Yeah. In a sense. Oh, hundred percent. They're buying your merch. Everything. You know, I just said merch people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. It's true. Hey, I'm getting there, man. Yeah. An <laughs> <laughs> old gang leader. Just said merch. <laughs> I can't believe I said that. He said new drop coming soon. <laughs> new drop coming soon. <laughs> got that shot collar merch. Come on now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm working here, <laughs> but you know, um, they they support and mm-hmm. they they buy what we we're selling, mm-hmm. and we gotta you know, we gotta keep it human, yeah, and, and really understand that these people, they they love what what you're in and they're supporting that. Yeah, and what yeah. has what has changed since since fame came to play in your life? Mm-hmm. Like, um, you know, obviously you're a believer. Mm-hmm. Um, any new changes? Anything that that you weren't doing before that now you're doing? Besides, you know, learning a whole lot along yeah. the way. Well, I'm I'm getting close to the point where I've had. I don't know how else to say this. Uh, but I've had fame longer in my life than I haven't had it mm. because it hit me when I was so young. I was yeah. 14. Um, I'm 22 now, so in a couple of years, it'll be half and half. Um, yeah. but it's it's kind of hard to say how it changed who I was because I was just so young. Yeah, I didn't even know who I was at that point. Yeah. You know, uh, I'd say that it's helped me to learn quick. Yeah. in some areas of my life, um, because I feel like in in this business especially with your faith, you either learn quick or you don't learn at all. Yeah. Or you learn the hard way. And that's, that's yeah. And that's what I'm, that's what I'm seeing around me and stuff. Um, so, so it's basically, it's taught me to like, I am constantly trying to learn yeah. about myself, about what I'm doing and all that kind of stuff. Because if I don't, then <laughs> I'm going to learn the hard way. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. And it's, it, man, when you, I don't like learning the hard way because no. it's really painful. It is. It really is. And, yeah. you know, I, I think, you know, here's a, a, a place where you're at in life and you're learning as you go and being patient through that learning process mm-hmm. goes a long way. You know, uh, learning how to talk to people. Yeah. That's 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 a huge skill, man. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you know, um, <laughs> yesterday we were going to uh, Ventura. Okay. Um, Ventura is the only place that in... California right now that is completely open. Really? Yeah, you could eat in a restaurant, no mask. I had no idea. Yeah, bro. <laughs> so we heard about that. We went over there, right? And we're like, we're going. We're going, dude. We're going. And and we were having fun and teasing each other inside the car and stuff, all of us, you know, the whole family. And and that we were playing this worship song. Mm. Uh, it, was, it wasn't worship. It was like almost like a praise song. I, and I don't know where my daughter, my daughter Mia, she goes, you know, Let's take a break right here for a second. I thought she was, had something serious to say, right? Yeah. And she goes, um, I got something for you guys to listen to. And she plays on her on her phone. And it's, you know, it's 
obviously on all the speakers inside the car. Yeah. And she's like, this is a rare moment. And she presses play and, it's, and it, it has me saying out loud to my wife. She's, and, and basically I'm saying, I was wrong. I'm sorry. And that's all she had. I'm like, really, dude? Yeah. She had it. She had you saying, yeah. I was wrong. I'm I was sorry. wrong. I'm sorry. I'm like, how do you have that? <laughs> like, why would you have that? Number one, right? That's hilarious. Yeah, it's, it's funny. It's like, you know, it, because I think that <laughs> even with our families, right? Because like, yeah, you, know, you have cousins, friends, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, close family. I'm talking like the immediate family. Yeah. And, and, and to them, you're just. John, right? Yeah, you're just you. You're just you. Uh-huh. I'm just dad at, mm-hmm. at home. Mm-hmm. Like nobody comes up to me in the morning and goes, "Here you go, author." You know, <laughs> <laughs> are you Casey Diaz? Yeah, you Casey. <laughs> Here's your cup of Joe. You know that <laughs> that doesn't happen around me. No, I'm no, just, no. You know, and and I think uh, you know, um, it's funny how people like react uh, mm-hmm. to to certain situations in this it's learning man yeah it's learning as we go so what's next for you man what's there's, next there's, well there's some there's some pretty big things i want to talk about i'm gonna <laughs> let you say whatever we'll you're get there yeah, we'll, we'll get, get there. there we can do another segment on that yeah um uh, but you have a band so i'm in a band currently yeah and i'm telling you right this band is such a blessing from god i've been in many many bands yeah through my <laughs> career i guess you could say i've been through many many bands and this is the first one where i have genuinely been um not even not even been able to be open about my faith but actually encouraged to be open about my faith through the band and um i you know i I struggled a lot with 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 you know being a solo artist or being in a band because i always felt better in a band yeah i always like enjoy that more but Every time I was in a band, like there was another person, you know, who was kind of running it and telling me what I can and cannot do and, and how I'm supposed to, you know, be um, what I'm supposed to say, how I'm not supposed to talk about my faith and all these kinds of things. So that was very difficult. But in, in this band right now, it's, I'm actually it's the opposite. And it's incredible. Wow. It's 100 percent blessed by God. My best friend is in the band who I've. Like when we first met, we just instantly felt like two disciples, you know, it's like there's some crazy stuff that's happened with him. (laughs) It's been really cool. Um, It's just been 100 percent blessed by God. And um, right now, I think in the band, we just hit two million on TikTok. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. It's been it's been growing really well. And we just started this. We just started it. Yeah. We just shared this in the, like my living room not too long ago. <laughs> yeah. Two ways. Yeah. By the way, people, I got seventy six followers. Hey. So you know. <laughs> <laughs> Put a little plug out. Follow me, Casey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but this is awesome. What's the yeah. name of the band? The name of the band is On the Outside. On the Outside. Short O T O. Got it. O T O. Um, I like that. But it's actually. The, name, the way we came about a name is really cool. Um, we were trying to figure out a, a name for the band and stuff. And this idea for the fan base name hit me, which was Outsiders. Mm. Loved the idea of Outsiders. Yeah. Um, and the whole point of it is just to, you know, live outside the box. Yeah. Be weird. Be yourself. Like, yeah. there's so many social lines that people put out. Don't cross this. Stay yeah. in here. Do that. Yeah. You know, it's like... The moment that people realize that the people who designed the box is someone who's not any smarter than you, yeah. 
they can they can start to like really figure themselves out and yeah. really be themselves and um that's the kind of the point of of what we were um trying to come across with the band but basically when we um we're trying to decide the name me and my buddy sam the the other guy i was talking to you about he's my best friend we were completely separately reading the bible and we each got like two or three verses that had the word outsiders in it no way the word outsiders in the in the verse in the scripture yeah in scripture just straight up see that that <laughs> that that <laughs> I love how God does that. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> it, it's it's nuts. It's insane. And I love it because you you you. How how do you explain that? <laughs> Listen, bro. I don't even know. It wasn't even like like I found it and I was just like, oh wow, this is cool. Yeah. It's like I found it. Called my buddy. He's like, dude, I got another verse with that same word in it. Yeah. It's like that. Such a God moment. It's a God moment. It's so it, cool. And it, it is. And it and it and it's gonna work mm-hmm. because. God ordained it like that. Amen. And and what a cool name, man. That that's I love the name. Thank you. I love the abbreviation of it. It's, yeah, it's so cool. Yeah. And then you have a hit that just came out. Yes, we have a new song called "Why Me" that Why me? just came out. Um, it's our newest single, and honestly, it's my favorite one we've released so far. We've released. Um, we're, we're completely independent right now. No record label, anything. We've had a bunch of people reach out to us, but we've kind of turned them all down because we're waiting for a bigger deal. That's smart. Yeah, and so we we aren't releasing. We haven't released like our really, really, really good songs yet. And Why Me, I feel like, is our first song that I'm just like, I'm really into. Yeah. And so I'm really excited to see where this one will go. Um, we have about three or four. Oh, gosh. How many do we have out? Three or four singles out right now. Mm-hmm. And they're really good. So <laughs> sorry for saying that. <laughs> like, they're not my favorite. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, we have, we have an entire album done already. Wow, and, and we're ready to like put them out um, when, when we can. Yeah. But right now, um, why me? It's definitely the name of the song that you should listen to. And by the way, I did listen to it. I did. You did. I, I did. Thank you. What <laughs> a guy. Did. And I'm like, you know, I'm. I'm. I found myself because it's very. Uh, the, the lyrics. Yeah. Are really really good. And I'm not just Thank saying you. That. It's just you know, it, it's definitely your generation. Mm-hmm. But even for me, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm hitting fifty. Uh, <laughs> but but. I'm listening to it. I sat down and I went, this is good. Yeah. This is like really, really good. Thank you. I liked it. And I don't know if my daughters, I don't think I've shared it with my daughters, but it's a really good song. Thank Uh, you. I I, I think so. I, you know, I I appreciate that. I appreciate it very much. (laughs) What do you, what message do you have for young Americans that are trying to do what you're doing right now? I would say don't take the fast route. That's what a lot of these kids are doing. And, um, you know, that's what happened to me when I first started. And even if you're successful, and it's hard to measure that, um, because I wouldn't call success money and fame. I would call success being happy with who you are and who you're surrounded with. Because, you know, if you're not happy, then what is all of that success worth? Um, if you take the fast route and if you don't figure yourself out before you try and sell yourself, it's just going to turn out really bad. And there's going to be so many more personal struggles. I'm telling you right now, man, I have so many friends that are dealing with so much because like, like more than, more than anyone should have to deal with emotionally, Mm. like 
like they don't know who to trust anymore. They didn't really find that core people in their life. And they, it's just so hard for them to, you know, we're created to be with people. We were created by God to have people, to be with people, to influence people, to create friendships. And as soon as you bring on something like fame and money, it instantly becomes harder to find those genuine, real relationships because everyone's selling themselves. Everyone's selling you something. Everyone wants you to sell their thing. Yeah. And it puts so much more pressure on living a normal life. Yeah. You can't do it. Yeah. You just can't. And and especially these young kids, I know it's hard to understand that. I know like the the only thing in your mind is, oh, I just need to get more followers. It's just, don't, no, I'm I'm just gonna I'm just gonna get the next thing. I'm just gonna meet the next person, like and I'm I'm gonna succeed. Here it is. You need to change what you think success is. Because if you think it's the money and the fame, then you're not gonna be you're not gonna be who you wanna be. You're not gonna be you're not gonna be happy. Yeah. You're not gonna be happy. I was talking to to, to a buddy about this. There's so many kids, so many, especially in the social media industry, um, that think money and followers is gonna make them happy. Like that's that's like probably the main problem. Yeah, they all think the money and fame is going to make them happy. Yeah. I mean, so does so does so many people in the world. Yeah, if you have the opportunity to gain fame and to gain money, then a lot of people do it because they're like, oh, well, this will solve all my problems. Yeah, <laughs> but after gaining all of that, I can tell you right now, that's not what makes you happy. Yeah. Like, look, there's there's millionaires out there yeah. who kill themselves. Mm-hmm. If money made you happy. Why would they do that? Yeah. yeah. Or they're on meds. So many people don't understand. Like, you can hear it. I heard it. The, the reason I'm so passionate about this is I heard it a million times. Mm-hmm. Money doesn't make you happy. Fame doesn't make you happy. All these kind of things. I heard it a million times. I pushed it away. I was just like, yeah, okay. But it'll solve some problems. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And all they did was create more, much more problems. M- many, 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 many problems. And honestly, man... I'm telling you right now, the uh, the bike, the Ducati. Yeah, yeah. So, um, even though I had I had really tried really hard to 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 really wrap my head around the fact that money doesn't make you happy, um, it didn't hit me until I bought that bike because that's my dream bike, right? Yeah. It's my I've wanted it since I was like 13 yeah. when I first figured out about motorcycles yeah. and I got obsessed and. I was like, oh man, this is just gonna this is gonna blow my mind. I'm yeah. so excited. I bought the bike, I enjoyed it, and then I just sat in the garage and stared at that bike. And I was like, I'm not getting what I wanted from this. Isn't that that it's crazy. It right? is. I like I bought my my dream bike, bike what I yeah. wanted since I was thirteen. Yeah. I was like, wow, I just I just bought something I've wanted for like ten years. Yeah. And I I mean it was nice. It's yeah. fun, I enjoy it. Yeah. But I didn't get anything from it. Yeah. Like I would rather go hug my mom. Mm. I got more from that. There we go. Than just staring at at this dream bike. Yep. It's crazy, man. It is. It man. hit me hard. I, you know, it, it, it. I I love that you said that because it's so one hundred percent truth. You know, we bring to this podcast stories. Um, this one in particular deals with um, faith and fame. Mm-hmm. And you, it's so true. Like 
you get this one thing, you know, this one new toy, this one new gadget, and you buy it, and you 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 are, I was gonna say you you seen it on a magazine. We don't even use magazines anymore, right? <laughs> <laughs> but you see it online, yeah. or, or you see somebody else with it, mm-hmm. and they're having fun with it, and you go, man, I could have fun with that yeah. if I had that, mm-hmm. right? And then you attain it, and you're right. You you it just sits there, and you go, this was supposed to bring me something else. Yes. Something else. Something else. And where's that something else? Yeah. How come I'm not feeling that something else? Mm -hmm. And it's because it's just an object. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and look, I'm I'm all for if you could afford it and and you could have fun with some things, go for it. You know, if it's not going to set you back and put you in a jam, enjoy it. God has placed those things for us to enjoy. Mm -hmm. They're great things, but they're not the end and be all. No. Not at all. And you'll find that out when you purchase it that, mm-hmm. you know, look, it's just a tool, just a yeah. thing. And dude, and that's, I'm sorry to cut no, you no, off. No, 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 no. But that's, that's, that's why a lot of these kids in social media are getting into so much substance abuse. Yeah. And, you know, sleeping around and all that is because, I'll tell you this right now, out of confidence that I have a ton of friends who are living in $5 million, $6 million houses. They're just, you know, they're making a lot of money, a lot of money, and they're getting into the substances because it's the only thing that's making them feel something. Mm. And they think it's fulfilling them because for a split second, they're having those chemicals released in their brains. Yeah. Um, but even with all of this money, you know, they're spending <laughs> thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars just on things that they want hundreds of thousands of dollars living in million dollar mansions and it's not making them feel anything. They're still looking for something that is going to make them feel. And it's a sad situation, man. And you know, um, it's unnecessary. You know, I think the most valuable thing that we have on this planet, you know, obviously the Lord, right. But it's relationships. Yeah. Like relationships. Yes. I, I, I hugged my brother yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's moving from uh, where he lives to pretty far. Mm-hmm. It's like a four and a half hour drive away from me now. And I'm looking at this and I'm going, you know, he, he was just on the street a minute ago. Did I visit him enough times? Did I spend enough time with him? Mm-hmm. And last night we were here until about one o'clock in the morning. Wow. And we're talking. And just that that hug that hug in the parking lot of the studio. I didn't want to, let him, I didn't want to let him go. Yeah. Like, and he's my little brother and we're adults. He's an adult. Yeah. He's married. He's got two beautiful children, you know, uh, just beautiful. I got awesome little Evan and, and mm-hmm. yeah, man, just awesome kids mm-hmm. and, and Abby. And, and I hugged them. And that to me, that fulfilled yes something in me yes in that moment mm-hmm. and you know here's here's my disobedience I'm and I'm I like being just straight up like that all right here's my disobedience God told me before I even hugged him lay hands on him and just pray for him pray for him he's your younger brother pray for him mm-hmm. and instead I hugged him which which was mm-hmm. a great moment mm-hmm. and I got in my car and I went nah, he's cool. Yeah, he's fine. He's fine. Dude, I couldn't sleep all night, bro. Really? I couldn't sleep all night going, 
I, I, I didn't pray for my little brother. Mm-hmm. He's a man. He's a grown man. Yeah. But he's still my little brother, and yeah. I didn't, I didn't listen to what God told me mm-hmm. to do. Mm-hmm. And you have those moments, and I think those are the moments that really make you realize the most important things that we have here on earth. It's, it's not things. No, not at all. It's not things. Uh-huh. It's our mom, our dad, our daughter, our brother, our sister, our mm-hmm. cousin. Those are the important things in life. It's relationships. It's relationships, man. We were built for re- I think this is why like this whole lockdown thing is messing with people. Very much. Very much. Yeah. Because we're made to socialize. We're made to commun- you know, commune mm-hmm. and to, to mm-hmm. come together. And when that's lacking, man, people get depressed and all kinds of stuff. And then, you know, now, you know, even famous people are getting all jacked up because they can't move. And they're the ones that are usually flying all over the place. And now they're contained. They're stuck Mm -hmm. with their thoughts, Mm -hmm. you know. And people are, it's funny because people are making fun of, you know, rich people right now. They're like, oh, you're in quarantine in a $10 million mansion. Oh, you poor soul. Mm -hmm. What they don't get. And I don't think we'll ever be able to explain this to the world. Yeah. You know, you're never going to be able to explain that money can is giving and giving these people more problems than yeah. than, than before. Anything else. It, yeah. I, I mean, I'll try my best, but it's going to be so hard to explain that to the yeah. world. But these people that have all that money and that are stuck in their mansions, as you said, they're used to just like three times a month flying to different parts of the world. Yeah. You know, they're always doing business. They're go, 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 go. Yeah. That's their mindset. And, I mean, it, it's pro- hopefully really good for them. You know, it's hopefully yeah. it's taking, taking their mind off the business mindset. Yeah. And maybe they can think about themselves. But but that's it's creating a huge disruption in all of these people's lives. Yeah. Um, and so it's like I, I try to be empathetic with, with everyone and not yeah. just. <laughs> yeah, it, it, I think it's smart, you know, like to think about both sides. Don't yeah. just like. Yeah. Cast a, an opinion just right. loosely like that. You got money, you're fine. You're fine. Everything's good with you. You know, no. you go sit in your boat in the garage. Yeah. Go sit, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It doesn't it doesn't make a difference. Like doesn't. I I would rather be I would rather be stuck on the street with five friends yeah. than in the nicest house in California by myself. Because no matter how many toys I have and like like I could have a movie theater, a really nice pool, I could have a freaking butler service <laughs> yeah. you know like bringing me food whenever i want and all that but that wouldn't like i would if i had that i would find myself trying to talk to the butler as much as i could you know yeah, yeah. i'd be like hey you want to like hang out <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you don't have to cook you don't have nothing you just, nothing just be with yeah. me like, yeah. like checkers <laughs> you know like that's what that's what would happen yeah that, that's so true man man this is such a good conversation um uh, I, I thank you, man, for for coming here, man. Um, mm. I know. Uh, so, uh, how do we reach you uh, for the rest of the <laughs> million people that, or the the rest of the hundred people that have not followed you? Yeah. How do they get a hold of you? Like, how do you? How do they follow you? Yeah. So, um, on basically all platforms, it's just my name, John Clausen, which is J O N K L A A S E N. So. If you search that on any platform, you should be able to find me. Yep, and he's very easy to find. He's just <laughs> plastered all over the place. But, um, man, it. John, thank you so much for for being here. Thanks I know for having me. Yeah, I know your time is valuable, and I'm I'm very uh, just uh, very humbled to to have you uh, on on this oh, man. podcast, man. And Stop. No, man. I, I appreciate you know. it. <laughs> I appreciate it. Come on. <laughs> no, it's it's true, man. You know, I I know how busy. We can get. Oh yeah, that's just you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I sit in many meetings mm-hmm. every week, 
<laughs> like, like the, the 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 smallest meeting is about maybe mm-hmm. you know an hour and a half. Yeah, and you, you, it, it just it it's time mm-hmm. and, and it's mm-hmm. valuable. And so I know that 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 I appreciate you coming in here, man, and um and spending time with us. Listen, guys, you know you're gonna keep on hearing stories like this, um that are you know they're valuable. They're stories of today. These are real people uh, that have come to platforms and places of fame and still keep Jesus in the center of of their lives, in their hearts. And I think uh, uh, this is so valuable for our listeners to to keep on, um, you know, subscribing to the podcast. I thank you, every single one of you. I'm seeing, uh, you know, um, you know, I've walked into this thing not knowing what analytics were and all that stuff, all the, all the backroom stuff. Oh, yeah. And, and oh, yeah. now I'm excited to just, you know, you kind of peek in and you're like, whoa, that's how that works. Yeah, yeah. that's cool, right? <laughs> that's cool. cool. But, you know, I want to thank you, um, you know, uh, me and um, and, and uh, Joe Needler, our co-host, um, who's not with us right now. Uh, but we, we want to thank you for, um, for being part of us, uh, for supporting us. And um, we're, you know, it's the Shock Collar Podcast. We're everywhere now. iHeartRadio, Apple. Um, it's very easy. Shock Collar Podcast, and we'll show up there. And for those of you that, um, you know, you've been asking us, how do we support the podcast? It's easy. You go to anchor.fm, and uh, on there, there's a little little thing that you just click. It says, um, you know, support, and you could, there's three uh, three ways of doing that. You can go ahead and do that, and um, we, we appreciate it. You know, want to keep the lights on. All two of them. Uh, <laughs> but but we, we, we love you guys. Thank you so much for being a part of the Shock Color Podcast. Until next time, John, thank you so much, brother, for being on here. Uh, until next time, God bless you and keep Jesus first. <laughs>